Hi, and welcome to uh, another episode of Rule of Carnage. Uh, My goodness. Two guys, one of which is me, Glenn Ford, and the other of Hi, which is this guy, Mike Hutchinson, games designers and developers, talk about designing better miniatures games. Um, today, we are going to talk about uh, turns and rounds, bright eyes, every time. <laughs> it's, oh, I didn't realise you were saving up for that joke. That's brilliant. <laughs> I'll drink that. <laughs> We're going to talk about turns and rounds. For some peculiar reason, over the past like three or four weeks, I have independently been approached by about five different designers um, making games without rounds in them, mm. um, wondering if this is too um innovative and too out there and too weird um and what does doing that mean and what does it look like for a game and is it a good idea um and so i've been thinking about why we have rounds rounds particularly where mm. they sort of interact with turns and activations um where there's simply a convenience and where they're a game mechanic and i thought we might have a little bit of a chat about about some of those ideas so the way I think of it is units have activations, mm. players have turns, and sort of games have rounds in a way. Um, and it's like one of the, re so one of the, the things I said to, to one of the uh, designers who, who sort of reached out to me, who was worried about whether having a game that didn't have rounds in it was like too innovative is Warhammer Fantasy Battle doesn't have rounds. It, it just has turns. You know, mm. um, and sort of my position is anything that Warhammer Fantasy Battle does can't be too innovative. <laughs> that, that's that's going to be like my. my base I mean, level. It, it feels like the it feels like the basic answer to why have some kind of unit of like game time is that there's a conceit at the heart of all um games which is that you sort of imagine everyone's running around at the same time but you can't resolve action simultaneously so you have to divide you have to divide the world up into something where everybody can make some movement and then you go snip right everybody can have some movement a second time and then snip and there's and we talked about we talked about different kinds of activation and turn structures in a in a previous video um and all of those are i think pointing at the problem of like if you don't have rounds, you have to immediately deal with the problem of a Rambo, which is what I describe in my mind as when you play Infinity and you give all of your activation tokens to one guy and he charges around doing a whole like sort of solo mission. And it's like the camera is focused on that one guy and everyone else is frozen in time whilst Rambo goes and kills like 16,000 people. And that's fine. Like, there's nothing intrinsically wrong. That's cinematic. It's 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 great like the goons in a rambo movie aren't doing anything they're just there to be shot but it does it does break the like sort of assumed realism of there are some tanks and some men and they're all rolling towards each other in somewhat simultaneous order yeah so to, to sort of maybe roll back a little bit so so the thing with an i go you go sort of turn structure is it doesn't it doesn't need rounds because I take a turn as as a player and I move all of my stuff and then you take a turn as a player and you move all of your stuff and why why would we need a round and this is unless unless, unless there's something in your system that requires a both players have done something now let's do a shared resolution 
yeah, without the necessity for a shared resolution step, there's nothing going on there. Yeah, and this this is what sort of creates rounds is. Or it, actually, I say shared resolution. It can be just one millisecond later, and it can be a shared initiative step. Be like we do a round and then a round, and then maybe there's uncertainty about who gets the next round, as in Age of Sigma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like I say, say say for example, Warhammer Fantasy Battle, you know, whatever sixth edition, where we decide initiative at the start of the game. There's a counter that says when first player has taken six turns, that's the last sort of set of turns of the game. But mm -hmm. that doesn't care. It doesn't have any cleanup phase because that's right. fundamentally we have rounds kind of because we have cleanup phases. And, and sort of where we have particularly alternating activation games. So you get an alternating activation game. Um, all the units have a go, um, alternating back and forth. And then we need to reset all the units so they're then allowed another go. They get a fresh set of action points, whatever it happens to be. And since we've then got to have a little box out where we go take off all the activated tokens or whatever you did to note the guys think that everyone's gone, we've got a little box out. And then once we've got that box out, we as designers tend to go, oh, you know what, I'm going to dump a whole bunch of malarkey into that little box out. It's going to be a whole thing i'm gonna have like casualties removed during it and fires will stop burning and poison will go off and all the you know baloney that we want to do mm -hmm. and that's going to be around and that will be separate from a turn and it'll be separate from activation it'll be this whole other thing but it really is a construction of convenience for what works with a certain set of other mechanics it's not it's 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 not as like old an idea as maybe I I think we the, the the idea that it's innovative to get rid of it when it's not really that old of an idea anyway that these games should have rounds is in a way sort of odd and if you can do so well, I think I think the th the thing that's intriguing is whether you can break away from uh, essentially the everybody gets a go paradigm mm. whether that's every player gets a turn or every um, miniature gets a turn. Yeah. I think that's where interesting things start to happen. I think Infinity does an interesting job of saying, well, as an army, you generate a number of activations and you can spread those out. I think Wrath of Kings, if I recall correctly, has the sort of river, the card river activation where you can, whoever's the, 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 the first card gets to activate, but you can bump the order of things around so you can kind of strategically stack what's going to happen. Um, so I think, there's lots of interesting ways of shuffling around the idea that does everybody need to have a go? Is everybody having a go the most interesting and cinematic thing that could happen on the table? Like, does it matter that this goon at the back, you know, does something innocuous that no one cares about versus the hero with the camera on them getting to do three things? Like, it, it is an interesting games design question, I think. Yeah, and I, and I think so. I think one of the tricky things that happens. So you do, so. Yeah, so the question is, can you elegantly um, like refresh the activations on the tabletop mm. um, in an organic way without having this box out and going, right, end of the round, everyone gets refreshed. Reset button. Yep. And, you know, if you're doing it organically and you're doing it in a way that is player controlled, one of the things that does happen is, like you say, you get this sort of time dilation effect where time slows down in the most interesting bits of the battlefield 
which on the one hand is is great that has a super sort of cinematic idea to it um you have fewer uninteresting activations potentially you know um everyone's just going back to like what they really want to do and really want to focus on and if somebody steps across to the other side of the table you know the the, the field to activate another unit you're like oh my wow what, what's he doing now he must have spotted something amazing but mm. if the thing that gets solved within the sort of the time dilated section that is going on that gets solved, you really can have a fat drop drop off in like focus and tension and interest, um, particularly if like everyone's fighting over one corner and then one player runs out of units in that corner um, and you're suddenly like, oh, okay, right, well, your guys are all over in that corner now, and these guys are in this corner, these guys have done literally nothing all game, it's time to start yomping them across the field. Mm -hmm. um, it can be very tricky to moderate the, the, the rhythm and the tension and the interest in games like that, um, uh, because you're letting the players sort of control where the focus is, and you know you're letting sometimes the dice and the wounds and the activations control where the focus is and they don't always play ball in the way that if you go no everybody moves across the tabletop everybody gets to a position that yeah if the hero dies there's still gonna be somebody stood right behind him and he's going to be in the right place and it's still going to be of worth to resolve so i bought i bumped to our mate joe and he was explaining i think he explained three CCGs in rapid succession. So I'm, I'm not 100% sure this is the correct one that I'm pinning to. But he was explaining the like activation exchange in Digimon, where right. like when you play cards, that gives energy to your other yeah. player so that you they can then play more cards. And I think that's an intriguing thing to dig on in an activation system where like maybe we both get an activation, let's say. And when I activate a model, whatever it does, like if it moves the people that are near it get activation tokens if they're an enemy or if they shoot someone then they get an activation token and so you could have a very fluid system where if you don't choose to, to flick the first domino over in like the left flank then nothing really happens in the left flank until you start to knock over a domino and so you could have something that was very like sort of it's almost like pulling focus it's like where is the action happening because i flicked the first domino in the center he moved over here so these people get an activation token and they cascade around so i think there's definitely like the following the action metaphor feels kind of interesting and the exchange of power or the exchange of activations i think is an interesting place to dig yeah i think it's certainly like reaction abilities mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. idea of things can trigger if they can see an enemy and so you know when you step out into the open how many activations you're giving away um yeah tug of war mechanics i i think are an interesting thing to to play with in relation to this like you say in, in digimon you can you can like always cast any card in your opening hand because you always have enough energy to cast everything it's just everything you spend it's it's like a literally a sort of tug of war thing everything mm. you spend it goes straight onto the other guy's meter so if you have a massive like first turn he's going to have a gargantuan first turn yeah uh, and it's a really sort of clever idea and people love it or they don't but i think the the idea of doing that in a miniatures game where it's like it's your first turn you've got like up to 
whatever, 10 activation points to spend. But if you spend 10 activation points, I'm going to have 20 activation points. And if I don't spend 20 activation, if I spend two activation points, you'll then have two and you'll have two until I decide. Right. Get and, it, and it's it's somewhat reflected in the Billion Suns sort of bidding system where if mm. I get heavy on the first turn, like you've got a bit of like space where you're like, hmm, okay, so he spent he spent 20 credits. Like I could spend 20 credits. Like it's not going to put me, it's not going to put me in a competitively bad situation if I bring out a bunch of shit at this point. But equally, if I don't, then that's kind of interesting and I could do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, that doesn't interact with the with the activation system in the way that you've kind of posed the topic. But um I guess the one other thing that I guess I'll say is that like it didn't end up having this um but the way that Perilous Tales works was originally, I, I wrote the question, this exact question in my notebook about five years ago. And I thought, could you create a, a game that had a three act structure, like a narrative in a movie did, rather than having turns? Like is a three act structure something where you could change the, the tenor of the game? And that ended up not working in the way that I wanted on the tabletop. And so I ended up going with a turnover system, much like, um, blood bowl because i find the turnover system in blood bowl to be both exciting and irritating in equal measures but in a solo game it's just pure brilliant because it doesn't like because if you lose the game quickly then you can re-rack and like turning over because you made a bad flip or a, a bad dice roll and then you know getting the game coming at you is kind of like you for me at least like in a horror solo horror game you want the game to come at you and you want it to jump uh, and for you to suddenly go, oh no, and then it just rip your throat out. Otherwise, it's not really doing what it's supposed to be doing. So I think a turnover system is something that, at least in activation systems, is explored a fair amount. Like you know, Song of of um, Blade and Song of Blades and uh, whatever it's called, and uh, uh, this is not a test and stuff that are sort of rooted in that idea of. You know, it, com it comes from an uncertainty of command mechanic from historical games. I think that's the the root, but I think what it ends up as being is this exact thing that you're talking about, which is I never know whether everyone's going to activate or not, and so that's not really the same as having a, a round in the same in the same way. So I think that's another way to get to the same problem, which is if you want to reduce the certainty that everyone's going to get a go and change it up, then you know maybe have a turnover system. Yeah, I think I think that rounds are a, a, a construct. They're not like an, an inherent sort of part of the medium. And if you can do what they do in an elegant and interesting way that isn't sort of crushing people with bookkeeping and confusing the hell out of them, um, I, I don't think there's anything to fear there. I don't think you're being wildly overly innovative. Um, and I think it's something well worth investigating. I think there's sort of... And we haven't even talked about simultaneous play, which honestly we've talked about a lot and cannot see the roots to. But like, I'm so... Ex because in board games, simultaneous play, you know, it wasn't... It's it's never been a majority way to play, but there are a ton of good games that have, that have simultaneous play. And there are even traditional card games that have, like, you know, I remember my very first girlfriend just kicking my ass with Slam for years. Um... And so I do think there's something to do with you know, simultaneous play as well. Um, 
as a way of as a way of breaking through this but i mean i don't know i have i haven't been able to write that game yet <laughs> but yeah I, I throw that gauntlet down to to, to you all like yeah there, there's a there's a great simultaneous movement um activation system for miniature games which has yet to be written and which will probably revolutionize the genre and give us all the ability to go and make other simultaneous activation systems so please write write it someone please yes do 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 so crack on with that but yeah, don't don't be afraid of dropping out rounds. Don't be afraid of finding a different way of refreshing units. Um, mm-hmm. Do something innovative. Get people to interact and make interesting choices in relation to what they activate when and how they activate it. And as you're doing all of those things, tell us about it in the comments section. <laughs> um and while you're down there hit the like and subscribe button maybe drop into the discord where this conversation has been ongoing and there are people in there who are having conversations like this and similar to it um and would love to hear your opinion upon upon this idea smart wise cool people who are writing um innovative and interesting games drop in have conversations with them have conversations with us look us up on social media shout out to us in every possible digital and other way that you can achieve um it'd be lovely to hear from you all but or, or, or just or just watch this video and uh, tell one friend about it it's it's fine <laughs> we've got enough viewers honestly if you don't mind um yes uh yes spread spread the word talk and be and live in the world and let us know that you do, do we actually need any more viewers glenn should we have a one-in-one out policy at this point I mean, I'm 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 happy with the guys we've got. They're lovely. I mean, you know, I think I think if I'll tend to go exclusive. If you're a new viewer and you didn't watch the last video, drop in the comment section, justify your presence looking at this, and then bring at least one friend to the party and get them to do the same. You don't have to justify your presence, but uh, you uh, you uh, do have to drop a comment because the algorithm doesn't drive itself, people. <laughs> you you have to justify your presence, or you have to bring us presents. <laughs> um but for now it's gonna be thank you and goodbye from this episode of rule of carnage so thank you and goodbye, goodbye! Ah, see you next week bye <laughs>